When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Canty Carlin on ESPN Radio on this Thursday afternoon, a seismic day in the NFL. Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, ESPN app, your smart speaker. Amber Wilson down in Florida, Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut, in for the guys as Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. So, so it's 11 games. We got our definitive ruling here. As, uh, as a matter of fact, we didn't even need the ruling. It was a settlement between the NFL and its Players Association. 11 games worth of a suspension here for Deshaun Watson, a $5 million fine. That $5 million is going to go to charity. Uh, Browns have pledged a $1 million as well to raise awareness uh, of sexual assault, and that is where we stand. Deshaun Watson will come back in week 13 because of a bye week, and he'll come back, it just so happens, at Houston against his former team, the Texans. That is the backdrop. Those are the large points. Let's get to some of the uh, some of the react. I mean, listen, we did hear Amber from Deshaun Watson today. Uh, we heard from Jimmy Haslam, the Browns team owner. Uh, we heard from Andrew Barry, the Browns uh, general manager, as well, because there's a real world football impact, uh, right? To X's and O's on the field. Are they going to roll with Jacoby Brissett for those eleven games? Do you go quarterback shopping now that you know how long you'll be without uh, Deshaun Watson? But we also heard from attorney Tony Busby, who has been involved with this Deshaun Watson story. Since it became a story, honestly, I mean, the, the 24 different accusations of uh, sexual impropriety, sexual assault uh, that Deshaun Watson was accused of uh, stemming from the massages that he received um, during his time with the Houston Texans. Tony Busby representing so many of those massage therapists and released this statement. I'm going to read it word for word again. These are Tony Busby's words here after news that Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has been uh, had his uh, suspension sort of solidified at 11 games. By settling this matter the way he has, Roger Goodell has proven one of two things. Either his recent rhetoric was utter baloney, or his bark is much worse than his bite. My belief is, he is nothing more than a paper tiger. The message today to all victims is clear. If you believe you have been sexually assaulted by a powerful person, keep your mouth shut and go away. The NFL has certainly demonstrated that its ownership and the organization doesn't care. To all sexual assault survivors... Do not allow this recent quote-unquote punishment to deter you. Keep speaking up and keep speaking out. Your voice matters. You are making a difference. We stand with you. That's Tony Busby, again, the representative, the, the, the attorney who represented the accusers here, the massage therapists that even the NFL itself believes in its original ruling, in its original investigation, that Deshaun Watson crossed the line when he received massage therapy from those therapists. Now, we're going to tap into Amber Wilson's very talented skill set here, not only in sports radio and sports media, but in your career legally here, Amber. You see this statement from an attorney in Tony Busby. What's your first reaction? I mean, my reaction whenever I see statements from Tony Busby is that he's advocating for his clients and that he's also staying in the press, right? And for better or for worse, and there's nothing wrong with the sentiment that he's expressing in terms of standing up for victims, of course, of sexual misconduct and sexual assault. I think we can all agree to that sentiment. 
But at the same time, Randy, I always wonder, you know, what is really the purpose of this coming from Tony Busby? We already know Tony Busby's positioning. His position is the position of his clients. He was representing 24 women who had civil actions and at one time 25 against Deshaun Watson. And we know what their position was. Now, we know that one of those actions is still pending and the overwhelming majority of his clients up to this point have settled. It doesn't mean that they are satisfied with even the result of things. And it doesn't mean that they didn't want a longer suspension for Deshaun Watson with the NFL, but they didn't actually have any real control in that situation when it comes to what happens here with the inner workings of the NFL. They can say what they want, and I don't have any problem with them expressing themselves or expressing their views. But at the end of the day, Tony Busby coming out with these statements is always basically to advocate and put forth the positioning of his clients. That's the statement of any lawyer, right? Lawyers are always advocating for a certain position. I I don't know if it has any bearing on how we see Roger Goodell, in other words, or if it has any bearing on the process. I think people have already made up their minds in terms of how this thing has played out. And I think the bigger question here, Randy, is whether people feel like the process has changed at all and whether reaching a settlement has helped it feel like the process has changed at all. Because I think you could make an argument Either way, like the NFL didn't let Peter C. Harvey, it didn't get to the point of Peter C. Harvey issuing his own result after hearing the appeal. And that would have been questioned because, of course, Peter C. Harvey was designated by the NFL. And then we would have been wondering where this goes when it goes to potentially federal court and it gets challenged there. And what would that have meant for the NFL? Did the NFL want to open itself up to a real court in that sense, even though it has been successful in the past when things have gotten there, like with Tom Brady and Ezekiel Elliott. And then with Watson's camp, there was a lot of questions when it comes to that pursuit as well. And so both sides end up settling, but at the same time, both sides typically do settle, Randy. Like it's far more common to settle in all matters, civil matters. And when it comes to even these NFL matters, than it is to take things all the way and continue to pursue them and take them to federal court. And so Would the reaction have been better had the NFL gone that direction and just allowed Peter C. Harvey to issue his ruling? Yeah. I don't know if it would have been. What if it wasn't an entire season? You know, is it this idea that Tony Busby, frankly, just expressed that the NFL is not taking things seriously? So would six games have been the NFL taking it more seriously if they had gotten what they asked for initially? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I don't know if the optics of any of this, frankly, would have really satisfied the general public and the general consensus because it's the allegations that we all find so disturbing. It's Amber Wilson and Randy Scott. And for the guys, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. The call-in number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to continuing that conversation on the phones as well. But, uh, Amber, you you, you say, and and I understand it, and you said it when last we worked together, that the idea is and the goal is that these two sides would settle at some point, that that's the goal, that you don't want it to go to the mat, that you don't want it to go possibly to federal court. And I'm, and I'm curious, why is too broad of a question, but but why is that lean and why is there sort of that not-so-gentle pressure on reaching a settlement as opposed to dragging this out? And I th- I'm, I'm curious if it has to do with the public optics of it. Well, first of all, I think when it comes to uh, just our discussion, right, mm-hmm. what we do here, now that we have a definitive finite answer of when Deshaun Watson's going to be back, what the suspension is, what the fine is, 
then inevitably the conversation will shift to moving to what are the Browns going to do with that quarterback position? What's the Browns record going to be? There is, in other words, a resolution, at least, even if it doesn't satisfy us, it is a resolution in terms of what's happening here with Deshaun Watson. If there had been no resolution, in other words, if we had gotten a Peter C. Harvey ruling and then the Watson camp had gone and uh, challenged it in federal court and then there's a pending federal civil action, that's going on for months and months on end. This story doesn't go away. So I think probably both sides felt like let's find a resolution instead of having this thing continue and having this story continue, right? And having it hang over the NFL and the Browns for the entire season. So both sides probably a bit motivated from that regard. And also both sides probably wanted to know what is going to be the finite resolution. When are these things going to be served? What is going to come of this? So that's motivation number one. And then, From each perspective, the NFL would also, I would imagine, not want to deal with in federal court the challenge of the fact because Deshaun Watson would have sued in federal court saying that his due process rights were challenged, that this cuts against fundamental fairness. If, in fact, Peter C. Harvey had issued something more like what the NFL wanted, he'd say, hey, this wasn't a real system at all, this appeal system. And so you would have had the NFL then potentially in federal court exposed to the mistreatment of the players versus the owners. The fact that we don't see the same sort of treatment with owners when the Robert Crafts of the world or the Daniel Snyders of the world are accused of doing X, Y, and Z. And the NFL probably doesn't want to deal with any of that in federal court. So maybe some motivation there in terms of settling too, to kind of stop the buck here, so to speak. And then of course, Watson's camp, their motivation for settling now is that they know that Peter C. Harvey is more likely to lean towards what the NFL would want And also, it is very expensive to go and pursue things in federal court. It might be actually cheaper to pay a $5 million fine, have it go to charity. Maybe they feel like that is a more viable cause to help things move forward than it would be to waste that money on attorney's fees in federal court. And then ultimately, their chances of victory would have been very slim. We're going to hear from Watson himself. We're going to hear as well from uh, Jimmy Haslam. We'll even hear from Andrew Barry, the Browns GM. All this coming uh, in the same hour where we'll hear from Jake Trotter. He's our ESPN Browns reporter who was at those press conferences today in Berea, Ohio, uh, at Browns training camp. Canteen Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect the stuff you love with renter's insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Hear from Watson, Haslam, the GM as well. We want to hear from you. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is after Amber has this from Vivid Seats. The 2022 baseball season is in full swing, and you can be there to catch all the action live with Vivid Seats. Get out to the ballpark and experience every home run, every web gem, and every walk-off. And with Vivid Seats rewards, you'll start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th one for free. That's like getting 10% back on every single ticket. From the box seats to the bleachers, Vivid Seats has you covered with tickets at great prices all summer long. Just visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's Canty Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speaker, Randy Scott here in Bristol. Uh, Amber Wilson down there in beautiful Florida. In for the guys on Canty and Carlin. Uh, the phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We have calls. Uh, we've got uh, Tony in Las Vegas. we got Kelly in Charlotte. Antonio in Denver. Uh, D in California. Uh, Finally. Get to, get to the that. callers have been quiet They've today. been <laughs> They have been, been quiet. They've uh, woken up. It's, you know, the flies with honey corollary here. Like, I, I want to make sure that we... Don't insult the callers so that we get more callers. But, yes, Amber's right. We're glad that we finally have some other voices in the in the conversation. But I do want to get one voice in particular, uh, Amber, and that's Deshaun Watson's voice because we heard from the quarterback. We heard from the team owner. We heard from the team general manager today in Berea, Ohio. And, again, we're going to have in about 20 minutes from now, we're going to have uh, our ESPN Browns reporter Jake Trotter to give us an idea of what that was like today. But let's hear from Watson who, even after the 11-game suspension gets handed down, he stands by his own innocence. I'm moving on with my career and my life, and I'm continuing to stand on my innocence. Just because, you know, settlements and things like that happen doesn't mean that a person is, is guilty for anything. I feel like the person has the opportunity to stand on his innocence and prove that, and we prove that on the legal side, and we're just going to continue to push forward as an individual and as a person. All right, so he's going to move forward. He's going to get on with his football life. He gets that opportunity today uh, from the NFL, and his football life is going to continue with playing games in the 2022 uh, NFL season. The $5 million fine is going to go to charity, and again, the Browns are going to go ahead and uh, donate a million dollars to a yet-to-be-determined organization, but it was Jimmy Haslam who said that they're going to do it to try to raise awareness for sexual assault victims, and I think that trotting number four out there in week 13 down in Houston against his former team. I think every time number four hits the field, people are going to be aware of sexual assault and aware of what he was accused of by 24 different women. Uh, phone number 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's get to the phones, Amber. Let's, uh, we'll start with line one. Let's go to Tony in Las Vegas. Tony, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, yeah, I was just, um, just letting you know, with the new system of how this actually played out, it could have been a lot worse. So I believe that new system is is not is a fraud. They should get rid of it within the next two years, however that process takes. But I'm happy that he's able to play. I don't know if he is guilty or not, 
but they finally came to a system, but it went on for too long. This went on for a two-year process which could have been handled last year. So. A lot of people say that. Thanks for the call. A lot of people say that, Randy, because you're considering last year him sitting out not playing for a year as part of this. And people forget that Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play last year, Randy, because he didn't want to play for the Texans because he was forcing his way right. out of the Houston Texans. That was before these accusations. That was in spite of these accusations. That had nothing to do with these accusations. That man wasn't going to play football for the Houston Texans anyways last season. Let's be real because he was trying to force a trade. Even he had never been accused of anything. Uh, by the way, though, Tony's saying that whenever this comes up again, the system needs to be re- revamped or revitalized. Well, the CBA doesn't get negotiated again until 2030. So whatever your opinion is on how this system worked, it was just negotiated in 2020. It's got 10 years here for us to see the system play. I would imagine that this is going to become something that we are going to discuss over and over and over again, the way that this system is. I mean, I would like to think there's not going to be any future disciplinary matters in the NFL, maybe none to this depth, but there certainly most likely will be Randy. And when other disciplinary actions come up, it will be, you know, an independent arbitrator will be Sue Al Robinson issuing a decision. We'll see how the NFL handles those things. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about the system itself for quite some time. Well, yeah, and that's that's part of, you know, the, the conversation has evolved as we've waited for this decision here, whether it's from Peter C. Harvey or whether it was a settlement between the league and its players association. But the idea was, well, wait, how, if you're the players association, how would you put the power in the NFL? Because, yeah, this is a quote unquote you know, independent arbitrator or unaffiliated, you know, ruler here to come down and hand down the ruling. But we know that Peter C. Harvey works at the behest of the National Football League. And the answer that I've seen is, well, the NFLPA knew that this was such a small percentage of its players who were, you know, run afoul or found guilty of violating the league's personal conduct policy that they thought it really wasn't a... um a massive sticking point in getting the overall deal done. And I remember you had a different understanding. Well, no, I kind of disagreed with that. Well, no, I know. I I think it was the last time we worked together. And I know, I believe our producer Evan had kind of brought that up where, uh, you know, is it possible? Because we're talking obviously about a very small percentage of players who end up or would eventually ever go through this process because you have to be accused of violating the league's conduct policy. I do think it applies to a lot more players than people realize it does. Mm -hmm. Again, this is a very high profile example of its application. I mean, I have dealt with players who have been accused of violating the league's conduct policy as an attorney that that information never gets out there to the media so not everything is nearly as public or high profile as the situation is with Deshaun Watson so I think that it does apply or it can apply but I guess to your point I think when it comes to negotiations what people have to realize with a collective bargaining agreement is that there are negotiations on every side and you do have to pick your battles and it is possible that that was a sticking point for the NFL that we still want this ultimate control it's also possible that the PA thought well we would then just take it to federal court. Maybe Mm -hmm. the fact that an independent arbitrator on the front side made the initial ruling will help us actually have a case eventually in federal court. And so we're willing to roll the dice and still give you some authority in terms of the appeal, because there's something else that you're, we're getting out of it, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever that is, you know, benefits or, you know, retirement or whatever comes with these negotiations. And I see, I mean, there's so much language. There's so many things that are negotiated and there's things that are probably more paramount to the interest of the NFLPA than just this process. Because to your point, not every player by any means goes through this process. You have to have already been accused of violating 
the conduct policy to go through this process. And since most players are in the NFL for three and a half years, there's probably other concerns that maybe are more paramount. All right. Uh, it's Amber Wilson, Randy Scott, uh, in for the guys on Canty Carlin on ESPN Radio. Kelly and Charlotte, hang on. Antonio in Denver, you as well. D in California, uh, take on the Texans side of this that we want to get to. Stand by. House Hunters, meanwhile, a show on HGTV. Also a way to find your franchise quarterback, apparently. We're going to explain all that and continue with your calls. That's next. Canty Carlin, ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Canton Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN Plus, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. We understand they rank fill-in host Amber. You're higher ranked than I am. Congratulations. That's it what we just learned during Evan. the break. I'm not sure any of it's legitimate, but I'd mm-hmm. like to think that it is. It was Evan who should, Well, it's hurtful. I would like to imagine Evan with like some, like a whiteboard, you know, but with yeah. magnets on it, with all of our names on it, which, I mean, that doesn't yep. seem like within the budget right now, but either way. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just it's fancy well, to get, you know, it, magnets with our names on it for fill-in hosts, but nevertheless, I, that's like the world I would like to live in. And I would just imagine Evan, you know, toggling the magnets, you know, Evan Every show. And, yeah. And on that break, he just knocked Randy Scott down a few pegs. I am, not, I am not that emotional where I do it every day. <laughs> but <laughs> every other day. Maybe the reason that Amber is higher than Randy on it is because Amber doesn't share what we talk about in the break just on the air. Oh, I do it all They the have time. no idea what we're supposed to do in this segment. I do so know. So they're just vamping until they figure it out. Vamping? They have no idea what we're actually supposed to do in this, in this segment. How? Very dare you, sir. Now, the vamps, uh, somebody to you with Demi Lovato, I'll entertain that. that. That's the only vamping that I'll entertain on this program while we're holding it down for Canteen Carlin, which is presented by Progressive Insurance. You didn't even tell me to get that mention in, but I did it. Amber Wilson down there in Florida, Randy Scott here in Bristol, 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number, 888-729-3776. The HGTV tease that Evan wrote, it was a good one. It was strong to quite strong. The idea is that Kyle Shanahan looks at prospective quarterback talent. He shed a little bit of light, the 49ers head coach did, on the decision that went into drafting Trey Lance when there were other quarterbacks on the board instead of going after Mac Jones, who fell to the Patriots later in the draft. He equated it, Evan, I want to make sure I paraphrase this correctly, to buying a house, that when he buys a house, he identifies three things he can do to improve the house. Basically, which quarterback 
in this yeah, case, and house. we were gonna do this in ten minutes. We were, we're gonna, gonna do this sound, later. We're gonna do that. In 10 yeah, minutes. I definitely we're didn't know to that. Tease that and take calls. <laughs> That's my bad. We're gonna get yeah, back to the calls. To, <laughs> we were to supposed to go really calls though? first, really? and then do this conversation about what Kyle Shanahan said that about Trey Lance. Definitely felt like something we would have discussed in the break. Instead, I was did. too focused on this. And just about every system. break, also the pre-show meeting. And I wonder why my rank is so low. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the phones then. Rachel, are you ready? Are you ready to plug in these phones? Let's do this. Javante, you ready? Let's do it. Kelly and Charlotte, you've been so patient. You've heard mom and dad fight here for a minute. We appreciate your patience. You're on ESPN Radio. Thank you, guys. Hey, guys, I'm a good fan of your uh, fan of your show. I have a, a question, though, as it, it, to the Deshaun Watson issue. It seems, uh, more a statement, I'll say it like that. It seems like we're doing a dog and pony show on the behalf of the NFL because they're trying to – it doesn't seem like they're genuine and really want to affect moral change because the change always happens bottom up. They penalize the players. They say they're, they're taking extra measures against the players, but the owners, time and time after again, every offseason, it's a mixture of the whole culture is just like bad morale. It's either from – racism to mistreating women to uh to to a matter of like a lot of different bad cultural issues <laughs> and it don't seem it doesn't seem like to me that they're bought in truly to making a true change because they keep going from bottom up and everybody knows organizations don't change from employees up it changed from leadership down it's such a strange structure with the NFL Randy because mm-hmm. i mean and, th- and that's a fair criticism and and one we've heard Numerous times, and one, frankly, that I do think harmed the NFL and their positioning here, even when it came to disciplining Deshaun Watson, because there is a lack of consistency um, how you discipline the owners versus how you discipline the players. And the problem is the CBA applies to everybody who works for the NFL and the owners and the players. And it certainly doesn't feel like it's applied the same way when there's violations of that personal conduct policy. That's a problem. That could become a problem for the NFL. And maybe one reason the NFL didn't want to find itself in federal court with Deshaun Watson challenging that and bringing that up, right, and and sort of airing out those grievances, maybe one of the reasons that the NFL was motivated to sell here but the thing is Roger Goodell works for the owners and so that's sort of the strange structure of this where the NFL is tasked with discipline yet the NFL is owned by these owners right and so then you're asking essentially the employee to discipline the employer and it's a very weird way that the NFL and all of these sports leagues are structured in that regard far more unusual than the most of the majority of of the you know of jobs in in the rest of of the regular corporate America it's a very different structure I want to get to one of those teams in particular and it's not the Browns it's the Texans is D in California still holding on D in California wants to talk about the Texans no it's Antonio wait Who's talking about the Texans? Antonio in Denver? Let's get to Antonio in Denver. Texans got off easy. Antonio, you're on ESPN Radio. Actually, I'm not the one that wants to talk about Texans, so I can hold on if you want to get the deep. Nah, you're up. Go ahead. It's all you. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so listen, I, I'm from New York. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay that. And Amber, your first-round draft pick, except for your fandom of the Heat. I'll leave that alone. Appreciate that. Right. So from my daughter's perspective, anything that that was that all this stuff that Deshaun is accused of doing to a girl, anybody did that to my little girl. I want to pound of fresh. Sure. At the same time, I'm a father of a son. 
heaven forbid, but if my son screwed up in a major way like he screwed up, I would not want my son to pay the price for every sexual assault that's ever happened in America. Because that's what it sounds like everybody wants. Like Tony's bu Busby statement, I was cool with everything. I, actually, I thought the settlement was actually right about right. For the simple fact that it didn't play last year, and the reason why I'm adding that to it into the equation is because the Texans could have traded him last year if he didn't have this whole hanging over his head. They would have been able to trade him, but nobody wanted to trade for him last year because they could not see, they didn't have any clarity on how deep this was. So we can't have it both ways on that one, Amber. I, we got to give them, maybe we split it in half. So, okay, half a year last year, half a year this year. Huh? I appreciate the call. A lot of people liken back to last year, Randy, and obviously, you know, and you and I have talked about it before. Like last year to me isn't part of this equation. Last year was a choice by Deshaun Watson not to play for the Texans. Some people would certainly not call that a punishment, not playing for the Texans last year. Let's be real. He also got paid every cent of, of all those game checks, or his entire salary last year. So I don't think that that really constitutes a punishment per se. Uh, so taking last year out of the equation, a lot of people, of course, feel like that caller feels you're allowed to feel like that this is an appropriate place to end as well in terms of a punishment. He mentioned Tony Busby's statement, and you have to keep in mind, and this is just what I keep mentioning, like Tony Busby is the lawyer who represents the women that have accused Deshaun Watson of these things. Correct. Whenever a lawyer speaks, they are, if they're speaking on behalf of their clients, which Tony Busby is, they're advocating for their clients and their clients' positioning. Let's not forget one of those lawsuits is still pending. Uh, so there, there is that portion of things uh, out here where Tony Busby remains involved as an attorney for one of the women with a pending action against Deshaun Watson, maybe a motivating reason to also put extra pressure there on the situation. And he can't really directly, most likely go after Deshaun anymore because most likely those settlement agreements incorporated the ones, the women who did settle incorporated an NDA. Uh, so it seems like Tony Busby is kind of taking aim at the NFL and, and, um, and expressing a sentiment Frankly, a lot of people probably express, Randy, when it comes to wanting to stand with victims of sexual assault yeah. and sexual misconduct. But to that caller's point, I mean, there are probably people who feel like 11 games is enough. And now, you know, he serves it and we move forward. I don't think the story is going away that easily. I think it the story is going to going to hang around for quite some time, even after the suspension is served. But once he no, it does not. And what, but once he's back on a football field, though, we will be alarmed at how quickly this fades into the background. We're going to head to Cleveland next. What's the reaction been around the Browns on the day they lost their franchise quarterback for the first 11 games of the season? We heard from the quarterback, the GM, and the team owner. We're going to talk to someone who was there for that press conference. Amber Wilson, Randy Scott, and for the guys on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Canty Carlin continuing on ESPN Radio. Uh, Amber Wilson, Randy Scott, and for the guys. Amber, um, what do you watch much HGTV? I do. What's your favorite program? Is it well? Don't ask follow-up questions, Randy I'm Scott. That's never. Uh, now I feel very put on the spot. I wasn't prepared for this. This is. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm a student of improv. We're gonna yes and the heck out of this. I don't know what my favorite is. is it, I do watch. I have watched. I mean, I used to watch more than I do now. I would yeah. say I used to watch things like Property Brothers. Is that HGTV? It's on HGTV. There you go. Last name Scott. No big deal. Um. So I I watch House Hunters. I'll watch uh, some uh, My Lottery Dream Home. Some Beachfront Bargain Hunters. Right, they hang fast and loose with beach. They go to like Cape Coral. Yeah, they do. Like, they they like that. Yeah, be you know, beach. <laughs> they have a broad definition mm -hmm. of beach. The beach has never impressed me on that mm -hmm. show. I'm definitely uh, skewed as a flirt. Well, you, yeah, exactly. You live like in a world class beach town. So Kyle Shanahan, here's what he had to say. He was on the I am an a I am athlete podcast. Uh, why the Niners took Trey Lance over Mac Jones? Listen in. 
when I have two things I believe in, I always check myself a lot. Um, so, I mean, I always compare it to how I buy houses. Like, when my, when my wife will bring me to a house she loves, I, I go through the house and I point out every single thing that's wrong with it. No, I realize the things that were wrong, so I, and I know we can fix those three things. So let's go off the potential of this. And right. that's how I was with him and Mac, because Mac had so much good stuff on tape the way he played. And Trey, I loved what he put on tape. It was a year of football, um, so it wasn't totally enough, and especially the division. But the more you dive into it, the more I got to know the guy. Um, the more I got to find out some stuff about them, the more I believed in what I didn't see. So you want a house with good bones, right? I, right? I, or do you want a fixer-upper? Because I feel like that's what he just said, too. Like, I don't – Mac Jones uh, did, didn't have enough for me to fix. And I like a project. Trey Lance had more for me to fix because he hardly played football in college, and now he's hardly yeah. played football in the NFL. So this lines up perfectly for Kyle Shanahan to go ahead and fix a player who we really didn't see much of at all in North Dakota State. Yeah, he 17 starts in North Dakota State, two starts in the NFL. So, you know, we've said it. He can match that if the Niners make a playoff run this season. He can match his total number of starts since high school. Uh, what, I guess, okay, so maybe it's not the bones of the house. Maybe it's like location, right? Like the things you can't change about a house. Good school district. Good location, swimming pool, you know, uh, space potential. Well, I think neighbors. he's looking at the potential is what I think he was yeah. trying to allude to. Like this house has more potential than the other house, even if it needs some fixing because it's more raw than the other house. So what? OK, so if you're looking at Lance V. Jones, you're looking at the fact that the mobility of Lance, like the pressure that he puts on defenses. So what does that equate to in housing terms? Let's get there. Let's get there together. He mobile liked homes? mobile I'm homes. Now what? mobility. I don't know. Yes. We got off the rails. RV life, right? Little tiny. We we got there. All right, more canting, Carlin. Right now. We have breaking news coming in right now. We have an 11-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. Five million dollar fine. Both sides are giving up something here, which really is the idea of any settlement. Watson's camp really felt like they had no other choice. They still stand by the fact that they are denying all of this. I'm moving on with my career and my life, and I'm continuing to stand on my innocence. Just because, you know, settlements and things like that happen doesn't mean that a person is guilty for anything. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Plus, your smart speakers. 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number, 888-729-3776. Amber Wilson, Randy Scott, in for the guys. Uh, joining us on that call-in line is Jake Trotter, our ESPN Browns reporter, who has been extremely busy today. Jake, we appreciate the time this evening. We understand that uh, you know, you're know you there at Browns Camp in Berea. Uh, the news comes in. We all I had today circled. There was a feeling that this was going to get done and get announced today. Uh, what was the reaction there around Brown Camp, Browns Camp rather, once that 11-game suspension for Deshaun Watson came down? Yeah, Randy, you're absolutely right. I mean, really going back to Tuesday, you started to talk, you know, hear from people here that were optimistic there was going to be a settlement. I actually thought it was going to happen yesterday, but uh, ended up coming through today right before – uh, the team took the field for their walkthrough. You know, we didn't hear from any players other than Watson. We heard from Jimmy and Dee Haslam, the owners of the team, as well as general manager Andrew Barry. And I think the two big takeaways were this. Number one, Deshaun Watson continued to say that he is innocent of all of this, that he didn't do anything wrong, uh, even though he settled the civil cases except for one and then settled with the NFL uh, on the field as well. I think the other big takeaway was, some of the things the Haslam said, uh, Jimmy Haslam said that, you know, he wanted to give Deshaun Watson a second chance, that he believes in 
second chances, that he has no regrets about making this move back in March. And I even think maybe the most interesting thing today was D. Haslam, uh, the other owner, uh, who said that Deshaun Watson's going to go through counseling and maybe he will look at this differently months down the line after undergoing treatment. In other words, and I asked her point blank, are you saying that Deshaun Watson maybe did something wrong but doesn't believe that he did and after counseling might view this differently? And I think that's basically what she was saying. So, you know, very interesting day. And we'll hear from players tomorrow uh, to get their reaction. But, yeah, right now uh, it was a wild day, another wild day in Cleveland for sure. Another wild day in Cleveland. There have been many since they brought Deshaun Watson into this organization. No surprise there, Jake, but at least we have a finite date of when Deshaun Watson will theoretically be back under center with this team, presuming that he's healthy and that they do make the transition back to Watson. The first time he'd be available is against the Texans on December 4th. Against the Texans. That kind of struck us all as very interesting. What was the reaction, Jake, to the fact that his first game back will come against his former team? You know, I think that no matter who Watson and the Browns were playing, when he comes back, it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be a big event. It's going to be a little bit of a circus, and that probably adds a little bit to it, but uh, I think that it's it's going to be in a huge story no matter what. So it's interesting that that's the way that it got wor- it worked out. Uh, I don't know if it was a factor in these negotiations. I mean, clearly it probably wasn't. If they ended up on 11 games, you kept hearing 10 or 12, but never 11 uh, through the process in, in, in the uh, negotiation talk. So it, it's, uh, it's going to be fascinating. That game is not in Cleveland. It is in Houston. So – uh, it'll be interesting to see how Texans fans receive him because we have a pretty good idea of how everybody else outside of Cleveland is going to treat this situation. We got a taste of it in that preseason game in Jacksonville where there are only like 8,000 fans, it seemed like, in the stands, and yet you could hear the booing and the taunts all the way in the press box, which mm-hmm. was sealed off. No, you could. We're talking with Jake Trotter, our ESPN Browns reporter. Uh, here on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, Amber Wilson, Randy Scott, and for the guys. Uh, were you surprised that Kevin Stavansky said, hey, I'm not going to play Watson in the next two preseason games? No, I was not surprised by that. And really, this week, you've seen a change in how they've approached their quarterback. So up until this past weekend, Deshaun Watson was getting just about every single snap with the ones. And then he started that preseason game in Jacksonville and played the entire first quarter. And I think their approach has been – you know, this guy didn't play a game last year. We're trying to reacclimate him to the field, and we're trying to get him every snap, every rep that we can while we still can because he has to leave the building on August 30th. And so this week they started to get Jacoby Brissett ready to go to be their starter in week one. And he's gotten the majority of the reps uh, so far this week, including today's joint practice with the Eagles. And you're going to see that continue, I think, to escalate going forward. So – you know, really doesn't make any sense to play Deshaun Watson in these two games. Uh, you know, he might, you know, you don't want to risk the, the potential for injury. Jacoby Brissett is not going to play Sunday either. So, yeah, we won't, we won't see Deshaun Watson in a game uh, until that week 13 trip to uh, Houston. We only have about a minute left here, Jake, but you mentioned that they are getting Jacoby Brissett ready to start week one. Although, is he going to be the starter for the Browns now that we know it's 11 games? Are they going to trade for Jimmy G? That's the question right now that everybody wants to know. I can tell you that, speaking to multiple sources today with the team, the plan right now is to move forward with 
Jacoby Brissett. Now, when they first signed Brissett, they were thinking Deshaun Watson was going to be suspended four to six games, and they felt like Brissett could hold down the fort uh, while Watson was out. But they have been impressed with what they've seen from Brissett in training camp so far. All that being said, you know, I was told before the uh, settlement was reached that if Watson's suspension was elevated, extended at all, that they might kick the tires on the viability of a Jimmy G trade. Uh, and I asked Andrew Barry point blank today, like, is Brissett your definitive starter for those 11 games? And all he would say was, like, we're, you know, we're pleased with Brissett. We've been impressed. But he wouldn't go as far as to say, yeah, Brissett's going to start all 11 games. So I think those are going to be the discussions the team has going forward, trying to figure out what to do next. Right now, though, the plan is for Jacoby to be the guy. Never a dull moment in Northeast Ohio. Jake Trotter, we appreciate it. Our ESPN Browns reporter with the very latest from a busy day at Browns training camp. Thank you, Jake. Yep, see you guys. All right, this is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson, Randy Scott in for the guys. We're going to get Chris Canty's reaction to this news today, an 11-game suspension for Deshaun Watson as well as that $5 million fine. That's next, ESPN Radio.